Yeah, it's time for us to really start expanding and believing in our capability and in our expansion of consciousness. It really is time for us to start spreading our wings, coming from the roots of what we have been learning and practicing. Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. This podcast is part of an online community at solaceandshine.ca. It is a platform for those yearning to remember their true purpose. We are coming to you from Ishtadev Niwas Ashram in the Purcell Mountains of beautiful British Columbia, Canada, within the unceded territory of the Tanaha Nation. The Solace and Shine podcast dives into teachings from the soul's ancestral roots. The teachings are here so that we may embrace the human experience and live it with beauty, courage, and creativity. These teachings will make you want to lean in and shine wholeheartedly together in community. Allow me to introduce to you our host and guide, Sanyasi Shivani. Shivani has worked as a medium and a spiritual teacher for the last 20 plus years. Through her dedicated practice as a renunciant and a teacher of yoga, she guides community through all aspects of living and in embodying spirit through foundations of love, service, yoga ecology, and elevated esoteric teachings. Are you ready to embody your light? Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. Hello, beautiful souls. Here is another glimpse into the experience of a satsang. We are continuing the series of the October 2022 Roots and Wings satsang, where the people attending were on fire with their intelligent and deeply inquiring questions. Sanyasi Shivani answers a question about dreams and how they apply to our waking lives. She gives very good metaphor on how to understand the different levels of perception and different levels of truth of anything, and in this case about the interpretation of our dreams. She speaks about the different types of dreams and even shares a personal one on and how she processed it. Before we move into the episode, we would like to present an opportunity to expand your experience here on Earth this summer with the Dragonfly's song New Earth Capsules and the Land's Breath Solstice Retreat. Dragonfly's Song is a four-week online program. It is a virtual sanctuary to unlock the secrets of self-discovery. This program will share wisdom that will open your consciousness to a new connection with Earth. It starts June 1st, 2024, and it partners with a discount to the Land's Breath Solstice Retreat, which is happening June 20th to the 23rd, 2024. The Land's Breath Solstice Retreat will be a gathering of souls offering connection and a song to nature. It is a unique unique opportunity to explore the symbiotic relationship between nature and personal well-being. Sanyasi Shivani will be releasing her second book, Land's Breath, and standing stones will be sanctified at the vortexes that exist on the land of Niwas. This will be a grand and unforgettable event of heart expansion beyond all boundaries that you ever knew existed. We will provide the link to both of these delicious and nurturing events in the show notes. And now, enjoy episode 10 of the Solace and Shine podcast. Very good questions. No more that I am. Did anybody send a satsang question to the office? I did. I have one. 
Moliere's. Yeah. Uh, mine was around dreams. So I've heard that um, if you really connect to your dreaming self, that you can even go as far as, you know, like predicting the future. You, you hear all kinds of good things with dreams. Um, but I, I've heard you speak about unconscious, conscious, and subconscious thoughts. And I wondered which of those dreams are related to, is it the unconscious? Is it the subconscious? Is it conscious thoughts? Is it like a mixture of all of those things? Um, and like yogically, the significance of dreams and can you bring more clarity and how can you bring more clarity to your dreaming? Dreams in general. <laughs> Y'all are like super bringing it tonight. My God. So oh my goodness. I love you guys so much. Karuna loves dreams. So there are different frequencies of dreams so i'm gonna shoot out some some different again just like the ego one of the fatal free will you know different layers of understanding are going to connect to different levels of truth it doesn't mean that those different levels are not all true but as your consciousness expands you start to realize um like like if you put it like uh you see a you see a house from the end of the street and from the end of the street and the front yard is bright green and you say that house has a bar of green stripe around it this is true this is accurate from your perception all the way back there right that house looks like it has a green bar across it Right. And then you walk halfway towards the house and you go, oh, that green bar isn't actually a solid green bar. It's actually variegated and has different hues of green in it. And it's not a single color green. It's actually got lights and dark greens in it. This is also true from your perception at that time. You get up to the house and you go, oh, it's not just that the green is different colors. It's actually individual blades of grass. And this is also true from your new perspective. And then you get on your hands and knees and you go through the grass and you're like, oh, I thought it was solid green or just grass, but it's not just grass. There's ants and grasshoppers and all sorts of things going on in here. And this is also true. Do you understand what I'm saying? So depending on which perspective you are standing at currently you're going to have a certain level of truth that are all accurate for that band with the frequency that you're functioning from okay if you tell the person way down at the end of the street that thinks it's a solid plastic bar of green that's laid out across the yard that it's actually ants and grasshoppers and individual blades of grass, they'll think you're crazy because they can't see it, right? Does it make sense, mm -hmm. right? So when you're talking about dreams, at a certain level of perception, as Sri Swamiji has said, 
you know, there most of the dreams that we have are like defragmenting the hard drive of all the experiences we've been having. There's simply a way to clean out the subconscious. He said, pay no, pay no heed to them. Don't, don't give yourself too much involvement with them. Just leave them be. But then there are some dreams that have a different frequency. And you know those, you know the difference in those dreams of, that have a different frequency. Not all dreams are alike. Some of them are just defragmenting the hard drive of the emotional body because you're like stressed or you've got a lot going on or you're just not taking the time to process things in your evening practice. And so you've got to defragment or sometimes something in the subconscious isn't feeling right. So you'll start dreaming about stuff and that is it trying to come to the surface so it can clean itself out. So there's that one type of dream. Then there's another type of dream. It's a different frequency. And that different frequency is sometimes the higher self experiencing realities because it's able to connect information. Now, when I don't usually have those kinds of dreams, unless I'm dreaming with a Mahatma, like Ama or Sri Swamiji or Swamiji or Swamiji, or, you know, if I have like one of those beings in my dreams, then I take notice of it because it is my understanding that they don't dream. They don't dream to defragment their hard drives. When they're dreaming, they are consciously connecting with you. So you always take notice when you're connecting to, when you dream of a Mahatma. Okay. And then there are some dreams. Anybody see uh, Dr. Strange in the multiverse? No. Right? Where's Harold? Sure, Harold watched Doctor Strange in the Multiverse, right? Right? Where where the girl says there is no dreams. Every dream is actually you living another memory of lifetime in time and space continuum of this moment is actually a reality that you're living in that you sort of sometimes get thrown into perceptions of these other realities and we perceive them as dreams but they're actually realities in another universe of the same oversoul thread of what we are connected to. Do I definitively know what of any of that is true? Not really. I know that I personally have defragmentational hard drive dreams and I definitely know that if I dream with Swamiji, that it's actually us connecting on a very clear um, connection. And it's in those dreams that um, you really have to take notice. Like I had one dream once where he said two specific statements to me um and i was in the ashram at the time and i had just given him prasad the day before and i had a dream that he said two statements to me and i woke up bolted upright and just 
burst into tears. The transmission coming through me was so strong that I couldn't contain the energy. And I just started cracked heart open sobbing. And I looked at the time and it was 3 a.m. And I knew in the building next to mine, because I was staying in a building just, just across like 100 feet from where he was, I knew in that moment that he was awake and going through all the prasad that he was given the day before. And he was connecting to the prasad that I had given him. And he had sent me that dream. Um, and then I went to his assistant the next day because I didn't know what the, the two things that he had said to me. I didn't know like whether to really take them to heart or kind of just, you know, that's nice type thing. And I, so I went to his assistant and I, I didn't say what the two things were. I've actually never told anybody, not even Parm Jodi, what the two things were um, that he said to me. I did write it down once. I think I know where it is. Anyway, um, and, and I said, you know, Swamiji in my dream last night said two things to me. I just don't know if I should take them to heart or um, just sort of dismiss them as, you know, a dream. And, and his assistant said, did he give you an instruction for action? And I said, no, he did not. And he said, do you think that, uh, he said, do, do you feel like what he said is true? And as soon as he said that to me, both of us went goosey from head to toe. And because he felt it at that same time, and I felt it at that same time, we looked at each other and he saw the look on my face and he said, well, I guess that's your answer. And then that was the end of the concept. Yeah. You got goosey? Yeah. So yeah, it's time for us to really start expanding and believing in our capability and in our expansion of consciousness. It really is time for us to start spreading our wings, coming from the roots of what we have been learning and practicing. But it has to be done very consciously and very um, with, with lots of self-check-ins around, is this my ego? Is this connection? Is that, and as I hope I've explained this evening, you will get three dimensional tangible uh, affirmations, whether it's in a conversation with somebody or apparently crystals on the ends of chains, but you'll get an actual affirmation. And um, sometimes, uh, like you'll have, a, like you'll, you'll hear something you hear, actually my gods speak here, but you know, you'll hear something and, and you'll kind of have to dismiss it. It's okay to have to dismiss something. It's okay to, to bank. It's okay to bank your communication with your guides. You don't have to throw it out, but just bank it see how you're feeling about it in a couple of days. And, um, and, but the guides will be very, very consistent. 
So if they say one thing one day and they say the opposite thing the other day, turn, turn off the radio, right? Your guides, your guides are very consistent because you have a mission to be here. That mission is not going to change on the weather. So the guidance and the inspiration that they give you is not going to change day to day, but the support of you being able to say, guides, angels, masters, if you have a name for them, for the longest time, I tell you something a little bit funny, for the longest time, I had a guide called Sam. Now I'm talking 15, 16 years old. I had this guide called Sam. And I, I would connect to Sam right through 16, 17, 18. And then when I went to Toronto, I would ask, and I was like walking down dark alleys and at night, usually slightly drunk. Um, and I would ask Sam to come and walk next to me so that the presence was of two people and not one. And I got very good at connecting to Sam's frequency and very good at being able to call upon Sam when I needed support and when I needed guidance and when I needed um, connection. And that is why when in 2006, I walked into Sri Swamiji's presence, I realized that his frequency was Sam and had been with me my whole life. That it was, I was never separated from him. And then I understood my birth story of my mother's prayer, my mother's pleading with the divine for a child. And it was then that I realized that I was always Sanyasi Shivani. I was always Sri Swamiji's soul, part of that mission. I came through my mother as an offer, as a, her prayer answered, but I am not of that um, bandwidth. I am, I have always been connected to Sri Swamiji. Thank you for joining us in our Solace and Shine podcast. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and share it. We would love to hear what inspired you. And if you have any questions or topics that you would like for us to explore, please leave a note in the comments. Also, if you would like a daily dose of connection and raising of your frequency, join us on We Are, our online community. You can find the link in the podcast description. Follow the link and you will receive two weeks for free. See you soon. And don't forget, soften and expand.